This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. So, uh, Wendy, we've been touching on magnesium, we've touched on calcium, and it just seems like the logical next move to stay with these uh, similar elements. Today, we're touching on iron. It's such a weird thing for me because uh, as a guy, I'm not sure if ladies think the same way. You just say iron. I think of big pieces of steel clanging together and angle grinders with sparks. Uh, and <laughs> I don't think we can compare the two at all, but uh, as essential as it is keeping a house up, so is iron in our bodies. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So you get iron as a metal and you get iron as a mineral. So yeah. the iron as a mineral is obviously the one that our bodies need more of. <laughs> So, so what does it do? Let's start with that. I mean, it's all great and well and good saying off you go, get a supplement. But if I don't know why I need it and what on earth iron is doing in my body and what its job is in the first place, um, yeah, I'm not going to be enthused to go out and spend some money. So do tell us why, why do we need iron? What does it do in our bodies? So iron is an essential element, um, as are many of these elements. So it isn't made by the body and it's needed especially for the production of blood. Oh. So our, our bodies rely on the foods that we eat to get this iron. Um, and um, it, it's the most important part of it is it's stored in the red blood cells where it's called hemoglobin. And that's the part of the red blood cell that actually gives the blood its color, so that red color that your blood is. And it's very necessary to transport the oxygen in, in the body. Mm. So it takes the, the, the blood all the way um, from the lungs to the tissues. You know, it stores it in the muscles. It, it stores it in the liver. So iron is very, very um, important then, obviously, for immune function. But then um, it has many different um, other functions in the body. So it's important in the synthesis of collagen. It's helpful for your neurotransmitters. Wow. Um, it's a, a respiration. So, you know, cellular um, oxygenation, very, very important. And energy metabolism. One thing that struck me that you mentioned um, is how little of the iron we consume is actually absorbed and utilized, which seems strange because we often talk about supplementing as if I'm not getting enough in, so I need to take in some more, yet only a very small percentage of what I'm consuming anyway is utilized. Yes. Well, everything that we consume gets broken down, and you, you'll never absorb 100% of whatever it is that you're taking in. So even if it's in a supplement form or in food, the body needs to break it down to be able to utilize it. Whatever is excess will normally get excreted or stored in the body somewhere. Um, but it can't all be utilized all at the same time. Oh. So that's why it's also ideal to, to break down your, you know, your meals. If you're eating meals throughout the day, make sure that you're having you know, a, a balanced meal with each meal or snack mm. so that you can give your body those little bits that it can absorb throughout the day. Um, there's something that uh, most of our listeners would probably know, and that's anemia. And I, one often hears in this day and age, women speak about it. doesn't seem the kind of conversation men often have. Uh, is there a difference between the way men and women's bodies use, uh, utilize, absorb, etc., iron? Yes. So women, um, may, well, first of all, men have about three times more stored iron than women do. Oh. Now, your stored iron is called ferritin. That's the, important, um, that's the important marker of whether you are actually low in iron or not. Because if you don't have sufficient, sufficient in the stores, your body has nothing to draw from. Mm. So that's why you generally hear that men or women are more likely to have lower iron. But just on a side note here, um, iron is one of the supplements that we're very cautious with because not everybody should be supplementing. You need to check your levels because some of the symptoms overlap with other um, 
deficiencies. Ah. And people can mistakenly um, uh, use iron as a supplement, and it's not really necessary. And then it can actually cause problems in the body. Actually, but when these yes. stores fall, so now you have you, you, you may be losing blood or there's a few other reasons. We'll probably discuss that now now. But the, those um, stores become depleted. And initially, you don't necessarily notice any symptoms. But as those stores become more and more depleted, you do start to notice that there are symptoms attached to, to that deficiency. Yeah, I think we should look at that because I've often heard this, you know, as lay people, you know, one person say, oh, a lady, and, and again, it's often the ladies that you hear say this, oh, I just don't feel like I've got energy. And then one would say to the other, or someone would pump it, oh, it must be your iron levels. You must go and get an iron supplement. And people are very quick to grab one off the shelves. And you're saying yes. we should be more careful than just assuming that's the issue because we don't want to overdo it with the iron? That's right. So iron is definitely not one of the ones that I would say just supplement because you're feeling tired. Um, I would certainly have those levels checked before you start supplementing so that you know what you're working with. But blood loss, especially in ladies, is, um, is a very significant reason for um, a low iron. So it is it is quite common for women to be anemic, mm. um, and especially if they have very heavy periods, you know, month after month after month, you know, they're losing blood um, at, a, at a rapid rate. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the older person, um, losing blood is normally through the gastrointestinal tract. So you start having, you can have gastrointestinal bleeding. Um, some people use too much aspirin or other medications that actually um, damage the lining of the intestine. Wow. And that can cause sort of these little bleeds. Um, so, and colon problems and, and things like that can cause um, blood loss. And then obviously low intake of iron-rich foods. So if you're eating a diet full of processed foods and you're not getting sufficient um, iron-rich foods, then that can cause um, an, an anemia. Yeah. Um, the inability to absorb iron is a problem as well. So iron is absorbed in the small intestine. So anybody who has um, an intestinal disorder, so whether it be some people have had bariatric surgery or um, you might have a, a chronic disease like celiac disease, that will um, actually uh, um, obstruct the ability to absorb iron oh. from the diet, even from supplements. But there are certainly other ways to get around that. And then pregnancy. Um, women produce a lot more blood or there's a lot more blood flow in, um, in pregnancy. The demands of the baby require a little bit more iron as well. A multivitamin that includes iron. And then their levels will be monitored depending on their symptoms. And, uh, and what about athletes, those who really put their body under some extra strain? When they're deficient in iron, they can experience a decline in their performance and stamina. So they don't have enough blood flow, they don't have enough oxygen, and so they can't get enough um, oxygen to the cells to be able to perform at the level that they need to. So then they can weaken um, their immune system because that extra stress on the body creates um, um, stress. Let's have a look at some of those signs and symptoms of, of that iron deficiency and anemia because I think this is, uh, this is something on a lot of people's minds, Wendy. This is quite a common conversation around iron. I'm glad we can have it this yes. morning. So what are some of those signs? So extreme fatigue is normally one of the, the first things that people present with. Um, they can be weak. The skin looks pale. You, know, you often see people pull down their eyelids and you can see that the inner eye is extremely pale as well. Hmm. Um, things like chest pain, fast heartbeats, um, palpitations, 
headaches, dizziness, lightheadedness, those are common as well, cold hands and feet, um, brittle nails. Hmm. Um, some interesting ones are um, a, a, an inflamed or a sore tongue or even little sores on the, on, in the mouth can often be due to an iron deficiency that people don't necessarily um, tie the two together. And another one is unusual cravings for non-nutritive substances like ice or dirt or starch, you know, so that you actually have people chewing on ice cubes all day long. That can be a, um, an indicator. And then with infants or babies, um, young children, they um, often lose their appetite. So these are, these are fascinating and uh, but also fairly overlapping things. As you mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, this could point to so many other things. So uh, uh, one would say, okay, let's get that iron tested. I mean, at what should, could anybody or should anybody go? Or is it the, are there people that are more high risk and therefore should definitely go and have their iron levels tested? Well, I would say your women who are menstruating, especially if it's very, uh, a very heavy menstrual flow, I would say they should have their iron levels tested. Mm. But if you're experiencing any of the symptoms, have your levels tested. And don't just have the finger prick test that they just test the, the iron. You need to have a full iron count. It's called an iron study oh. where they look at your ferritin levels, where they look at your iron, and they look at your saturation rates and things like that. So you can really see what is happening and, and what the stores are looking like. Um, so that would, that's what I would suggest for anybody who suspects that they may have low iron. And then, then you would be able to know, do you need to take a supplement? Do you need to have an iron infusion? Because how low is that ferritin? Yes. Um, it depends on how um, the, the treatment would be dependent on really how low that iron sub, you, you, the, the ferritin is in the body. Yeah, this is something we need to take notice of. So we don't want to overload the body with iron, as you said, because that can cause problems to, with your liver and other complications. So instead of just going and taking it, rather go and have it checked and then find out, okay, my iron levels are acceptable, then you know it must be something else and you can follow up on that. And for some, yeah. it's like, oh, now I've got to go and do that test and this test. I mean, this is our lives. This is our only one body that we have. We want to invest in it, right? That's right. So it really is part of taking care of yourself. And also, you know, I think it, it takes the hit and miss out of things. Mm. Very often we think, okay, well, because our friend is taking iron and she does well on iron, well, then I must need iron. But your problem might be something different. You know, you might need another nutrient. There might be something else going on with your body. So it's always best to identify what exactly is going on with your body. Um, and then you can treat it in the best way possible. Well, let's end with some of the foods that we need to be eating to ensure we get some uh, sufficient iron in our diets. So your, your most obvious ones for, for iron, you know, think of red blood. Mm. You want to be eating red meat, liver. Um, you do get some in pork and poultry. Um, you get iron in seafood and in some of your legumes like beans. Your dark leafy green vegetables like spinach dried fruit, um, so raisins and apricots um, are good sources of iron. Some of your cereals are fortified um, with iron. And um, peas, so again, your legumes. Another one is molasses. Molasses wow. is, a, is a good um, uh, form of iron. Your blackstrap molasses, preferably. Yeah. Um, and then eating foods that ha are rich in vitamin C are also helpful for the absorption of iron. So squeezing some lemon juice over your spinach, for example, or... Um, eating an orange or, or something like cherries or berries or, you know, your other foods that are rich in um, vitamin C with iron-rich um, supplements is also very helpful. Or even taking um, vitamin C with an iron supplement, if you are needing to supplement with iron, that helps with the absorption too.
That's amazing. Thanks so much to Wendy Christian. We spotted, uh, we've uh, out of time this morning. The time has raced by. So, Wendy, we just want to say a big thank you to you and also to our listeners. If you missed that or you felt like, okay, there was lots of information, I want to listen again, that podcast will be up for you later this morning. It's Wendy Christine, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution in Durbanville. A big thanks to you, Wendy. Thanks so much, Brad. Have an awesome day. And you. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.